0: Well, hello there. Welcome to episode one of Square One Apologetics, the podcast. Um, I really appreciate you all joining me on this journey, and I hope you all uh, enjoy the episodes. Uh, My name is Thomas Warren, and for the next little bit, we are going to be talking today about really what is apologetics. You know, what does it mean to, to practice apologetics? Why do we need it? Uh, how does it affect my relationship with Christ or your relationship with Christ, wherever you may be in that? Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, before we start, though, since this is the first episode, I figured we should start off with a little introduction about what are we doing here? What is this podcast? Who am I? who Who is your host here? Um, so I figured we should start out with that first. So so what is Square One Apologetics, uh, the podcast? Well, essentially what we want to do here is we want to create an environment where you can learn the basics of apologetics um, at a fair pace, at a lower pace. Because truthfully, as somebody who has an associates in apologetics and as somebody who would like to further that degree, sometimes you get out in the world and It can be kind of intimidating when you see some of the articles and some of the resources out there based on apologetics because it's very deep material. So kind of what this uh, podcast is and what Square One's goal is, is really to provide very basic, very uh, Square One-based resources for you all. And I hope that's what you all find here as you continue to listen. Um, so that's what this podcast is. There's really not a, you know, duration of, of how long each episode is. You know, we finish when we finish. So that's kind of where that is. It could be 10 minutes. It could be 20 minutes. Uh, we're usually shooting at around 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. But, um, hey, wherever the Lord takes us. Um <clears throat> but anyway who am i well my name is thomas warren as i said earlier i have a bachelor's degree in business marketing and i also have a uh, associate's degree in apologetics now why exactly do i have this degree in apologetics well let's go back a little bit to around beginning of my bachelor's degree uh in business marketing so we're looking at about 2015 2016. i had a hard time Figuring out what in Christianity is true, um, what in Christianity is false, is any of it true, is it worth putting my faith in, Um, why should I, and I had very deep questions in regards to that, Um, and, and it led to a lot of dark places, but what I found after doing a lot of deep research was that Christianity is worth taking seriously. That this is more than just, um, you know, something that people go to on Sundays and, you know, they put in their Instagram bios, you know, catchy Bible verse, and it makes them feel good. It's more than that. And, And so I began to take Christianity more seriously. But at the same time, I also started to realize that there's a lot of pain associated with searching for the truth, a lot of evil and suffering associated with searching for the truth. And one day, as I was very much battling a lot of this evil associated with my desire for the truth, I realized that, kind of like what C.S. Lewis says, how, how would I even know that there's such thing as straight? If I had, Or I'm sorry, how would I even know what crooked is if I had no idea what straight was? You have to have an idea of these things before you even start making judgments off of its privations. And, and that's kind of where it was, was how would I know that I'm struggling with evil right now if I didn't know if there was such thing as good? Um, and that, I believe, was the moment that I came to, for the first time, believe that Jesus Christ was my Lord and my Savior. And from then on out, it has been just a search for... Um, different fields of study that also seek to show that God's fingerprints are all over this universe and all over our hearts and that that Christianity is more than just um, something people do on Sundays or something people post about to make themselves feel better but that Jesus Christ really is the way the truth and the life. And so that's that was kind of my thirst for apologetics. That's where it really first began. Was um, really trying to find out if Christianity was even worth taking seriously. <clears throat> um, so that that's kind of the deal with that, um, and where my thirst for apologetics began. And without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this. Let's go ahead and get started with our first episode, which is really. What is apologetics, and why do we need it? Um, Well, to put it briefly here, apologetics is essentially providing a defense for the Christian faith uh, through different arguments and fields of study. You may see this with cosmology, for instance, or philosophy, where people have formed arguments and formed different premises and conclusions through these fields of study, such as cosmology or philosophy or history, showing that the Christian faith is authentic, that it is more than just something that people formed of an older age, and we continue to believe it now, that it is real, that it is really what describes our reality the best and that again as i stated earlier that jesus christ really is the way the truth and the life and so that's basically what it is and the word apologetics comes from the greek word apologia which means to give a defense or to give a reason and kind of the the verse that all apologists rally behind is first peter three fifteen, which says but in your hearts set apart christ as lord always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have but do this with gentleness and respect now what we see here is there's kind of two main things that i think we need to take away from this verse the first one is is we see there that it says um uh, give a reason Uh, another word for reason in some translations is defense. So that's where we get apologia from, is that that word apologia means defense or reason. So we're giving a defense for, as it says in 1 Peter 3.15, the hope that you have. So give a defense. Now, where do we get these defenses from? As I said earlier, different fields of study. Uh, You know, you can use history to look at the early manuscripts of the New Testament or um, extra-biblical resources Resources. Such as, you know, documents from the early church or the Nicene Creed even to discuss, you know, what was the understanding of scripture earlier on. Um, We can use cosmology to talk about the age of the universe and, you know, the real implications of what eternity and infinity really mean and how these truths and these concepts like eternity or like... um, Uh, early manuscripts, early New Testament manuscripts. These things, rather than taking away from the Christian faith, actually help defend the authenticity of the Christian faith. Again, these fields of studies, really when you look at them, actually further support the legitimacy of the Christian faith. And that's what apologetics is. It's using these fields to give a defense for the Christian faith. The other thing, I said there were two things to note in this verse. The other thing here is the last bit here where it says, but do this with gentleness and respect. And I think that's really a key thing um, to take away from this verse, is gentleness and respect. If we're being honest, our world is very polarized, Um, especially nowadays where everybody can just post their opinion and everybody can talk about their opinion without basically any repercussions, it's very divided. Our world, our country, you know, it's just divided completely. And so with that division, more than likely, it will bring fighting. It will bring anger. It will bring all sorts of just hatred towards opposing viewpoints. And so what we're called to do in this, in this verse, is to Provide these defenses, but do it gently and do it respectfully. Now, how do we do it gently? Well, we do so lovingly knowing that if, if you are a Christian, if you are a brother or sister in Christ, you were in that at that point too. You know, there was a time where you didn't believe either. And I don't know about you all, but most of the time when people try to prove something to me or inform me of something, if they do it in a hateful way, I'm still more than likely not going to listen just because of their attitude. Whenever you're talking to somebody about their Christian faith, your attitude speaks louder than your words. That's, that is true in almost every situation. The other thing here, though, is you do it gently, but you also do it respectfully. How do you do this respectfully? From what I've seen, you do it respectfully, knowing that the person you're talking to doesn't have to surrender to christ they have the choice they're given the option to either surrender to the work of the holy spirit in their heart or to turn away from it to say no to it to harden their heart to the work that god is doing in their lives but but at the end of the day what you want to do is present this information these defenses these reasons gently and respectfully knowing that they're a human being too They don't have to agree with you. They can harden their hearts as well um, to the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Or at the same time, they could come to realize that, you know, Christianity is worth taking seriously. Christianity is worth looking into. And that's how we do that. And that's where really your attitude comes into play is... You know, the information you present at that time, at the time you're talking to them, it might not be compelling to them. But as they think about it, say, you know, an hour or so after your conversation, as they think about that, and as they think about your attitude as you were talking to them with them, these things can help. These things can help a lot. You have to do it gently and respectfully. But we also see other scriptures where... um, It's important where we talk about giving defenses and giving reasons for our faith. We see this in Philippians 1-7. You know, Paul talks about his defense and his confirmation of the gospel. Um, You see in 2 Corinthians 10-5. You know, 2 Corinthians 10-5 says, We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Again, you see time and time again where we as Christians and you know the writers and the characters in the New and Old Testament are giving reasons to see that God really is in control, that the biblical God really is the one who has his hands on everything, that he is in control. <clears throat> and that's so important because if we don't, live as if God is in control. And if we don't give these defenses and if these reasons for why God really is in control, why God really is um, the way, the truth, and the life, then as I said earlier, people will just listen to every opinion that is talked about in our world. Since we can all talk about our opinions, it's easy to follow any of them. We have an all-you-can-eat buffet of opinions out there now and belief systems out there. These defenses and reasons help people understand why the Christian faith really is authentic, really is worth putting our faith in. Because we see these evidences. We see these reasons coming into play every single day. So we give this defense by using evidences and arguments and from different fields of study in apologetics. And there's all kinds of these fields of study, I know I keep using that term a lot, but um, you know, there's really all kinds of them. You have, um, you know, the history. You look at the legitimacy of the New Testament. You have again cosmology. Um, you know, when you start talking about the more um, aspects of space and time and matter and how those associate with uh, the biblical God. When you look at philosophy, we start talking about you know morality, good, evil, ethics, things like that, um, <clears throat> and you can talk about more abstract concepts as well. Um, we can talk about epistemology, um, another word for that, or another way of saying that is fine tuning. You know, when you look at fine tuning, what we talk about is the fine tuning of the universe and how really, an even atheist. Thinkers will agree with this when you look at how the universe is structured There's a lot of things that come into play that will either make the universe life-permitting or life-prohibiting and there's so many factors that come into play that It is astonishing how our universe and our world is life prohibiting. It's astonishing. And, and this really gives a lot of atheist thinkers pause with just how on a razor's edge, a lot of these parameters are, where if they are moved by even the hundredth of a tenth of a decimal point, our universe could collapse in on itself. And, and so that that really gives a lot of these atheist or agnostic thinkers pause when you look at all the things that line up to allow our universe to have life and and so things like that things like these fields of study that um really show that there is more to this world than just materialism there's so much more to this world than just materialism and um You know, we'll get to talk a lot about them. We'll get to talk about them. And the thing is, too, is I'm not going to sit here and say that we're going to talk about a different one every day. We might talk about one for four episodes. We might talk about one for one. Um, We're just going to see where it takes us. But, But that's really what apologetics is in a nutshell. It is giving a defense or a reason for the Christian faith by using these different fields of study such as philosophy or cosmology or the fine-tuning of the universe, um, to, again, show that Christianity is real, is true in that regard. Now, there was one other thing that I'd like to implement on this show, and that's what I'm calling the cross-section. Now, the cross-section essentially is, you know, we've just talked about what apologetics is. How does that apply to my relationship with Christ? How does that apply to your relationship with Christ? And that's a big question. Because, you know, when you get out of this podcast, I don't want you to just say, okay, that was great and move on. Um, It's important to get away from this podcast or to stop an episode and think about how Christ was involved in some way and i pray that god will use me to present christ to you and to help you grow in your relationship with christ. so <clears throat> the cross section is we're going to take what we've just learned and we're going to see how that can apply to your relationship with christ. so how does just the concept of apologetics how does that apply to a relationship with jesus? well i think the question is important to ask does Jesus need us to defend him? You know, we're we're called to give a defense? Is that because God is defenseless? Does he not know how to defend himself? No. <laughs> not at all. That, that's not that's not what he's calling us to do at all. Rather what God is wanting us to do is to invest ourselves to to look at the fingerprints that he's put all over this earth through um, you know, morality through philosophy, through cosmology, God's fingerprints are in all of it. And when we study these things from a biblical perspective, we can help others see God's fingerprints as well. And so that's what I think apologetics is for, is using these different fields of study to help people come to understand that God's fingerprints really are everywhere. And so I encourage you as you look at different sciences or different philosophies or different um, historical facts, look at how God was involved in it. You know, look at how, let's just take, um, you know, let's take what I mentioned earlier about having an idea of what crooked is if I didn't know what straight was thank God that we do have some sort of idea of what straight is, of what right really is, of what good really is. Because if we didn't, then um, it'd just be that much easier to get lost in ourselves and in our sin. So look at your sciences. Look at the things that we have before us today, such as different science and technologies, and see how God is involved, see how God's fingerprints are on it. And it's an opportunity to draw closer to God because God's glory is riddled throughout this universe. And it's just up to us to look at it in faith and to draw near to God um, through these different these different things that we have, these different opportunities and resources that we have. So that's really all I have today. Um, I hope you all enjoyed. I hope that you all will come back for the second episode. The second episode, we're going to be talking about uh, truth, about absolute truth. What is absolute truth? Is it even attainable? Why does it matter? Um, And that'll come out next week, Lord willing. But um, I hope you all join me. I hope you all... Um, liked the episode I hope it was easy to understand and um, yeah thank you all for listening and I hope you all have a great day